Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Deanne Erica, and welcome to another episode of In Due Time. I'm so delighted that you're here. Thanks so much for joining me. In today's episode, we're going to talk about words and the power of words. Do we realize the power of our words and truly the impact that it has? So recently, I was talking to a sister friend of mine who's also a colleague, and we were talking about or exchanging rather just memories of things that our mother had said growing up to us, um, and then also recalling interactions that our mothers now have with their grandchildren. And one thing that was common to both of us in this exchange is that our mothers, and it could be a generational thing, because my mom's 84 and I think her mother is of the same of the same generation, that they just speak. They just say these words. And really, we wonder, are they processing the impact of those words? Are they understanding how far-reaching those words are? When I really stopped to think about this, um, and I thought about it after our conversation, I realized that words really are the foundation, the basis on which we build that image of, of who we are. What I mean by that is the words that we hear about ourselves to describe ourselves, to tell us who we are, to explain who we are and how we should be, those early words come from our caregivers, our mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, grandparents, those people who are the ones responsible for raising us. And so if we look at words as kind of like those blocks, that building, those building blocks, that foundation on which the image of who we are, who we perceive ourselves to be, it's built on those words. The interesting thing though, is that as we get older, it's really important for us to understand that those words that were harmful and hurtful don't have to remain a part of our foundation. We can look at them and remove them without destroying that foundation. Years ago, I attended a seminar at the Landmark Forum, a very powerful um, seminar if anybody ever has an opportunity to attend. They have a beginners and intermediate and an advanced session. And I attended the inter, the uh, ad, a beginner session. I'm sorry, I attended the beginner session. And this session actually required that individuals addressed the concerns. They were to think of those who had hurt them and those who they had hurt and go back and, and have a conversation to acknowledge both the hurt that, excuse me, that had been inflicted whether intentionally or unintentionally, and then also to acknowledge the pain that we had received from that person that meant something to us. A very powerful exercise that forever changed the dynamics for me with my mom. Fast forward to now, it is still important, I find, that that having gone through that um, workshop, it really reinforced for me the importance of how we interpret what we hear and how we express how we feel about what we hear. I saw an interview that Jay Leno in this program that he has done, I'm sorry, not Jay Leno, David Letterman, he did an interview with Jay-Z. And I remember in this interview with Jay-Z, Jay-Z was sharing that his daughter had said to him, you know, dad, you, when you said such and such a thing to me, it really hurt my feelings. And I thought, wow, that's so great. 
that he received it, he processed it, and he said, yeah, you know, I really had to like check myself and, and, and be like, oh, okay, thank, thanks for letting me know. I wasn't aware of that. I don't ever recall a time in my childhood that number one, I could have told my mother that because I really wanted to grow up and have teeth and not dentures at a young age. And I also can't remember a time that my mother ever said she was sorry. Again, it could be a generational thing because we tend to raise our children the way that we were raised, but that really struck a chord with me. I've never heard her say she was sorry growing up. And I don't recall her ever apologizing for anything that she had done or anything that she had said. We need to be aware of how we make people feel. Now, understand that when it's your intention to slice and dice, you will very proudly say, oh, hell yeah, I said it. And I'll say it again. And let me tell you what I said and let me break it down. In the same way that if it is something that we have said that's a positive and that has lifted the person up, we are also very willing and quick to say, yeah, I did that. Yeah, that was really great. Sometimes we may not be aware, though, that what we thought was a passing comment or what we thought was a joke actually was not received that way. My great-grandmother used to tell me, many a truth is told in a joke. I was younger, didn't quite understand it. As I got older, that that uh, phrase, that quote, has come up for me often. And I've checked people on things that they have said to me. And like, let me just clarify, are you kidding or are you really serious? And if so, why? And it's led to a conversation and a discussion about this because, again, you said this. I just want to be clear before I respond, were you serious Because for real, for real, it ain't funny and I don't like it and I don't appreciate it. So before I go down that road, let me just, let me just be clear that that's what you said and that's your intention. It always surprises me when people go, Oh, did I say that? That's not what I meant, which makes me wonder, well, what the heck is going through your mind when your lips are moving and sounds coming out? Like, are you not processing what you're saying? Are you not fully present at the time of our conversation to even realize that that's what's happening. This is very real. If you think about it, it happens frequently. I work as a consultant in different with for different organizations and I recently had a conversation with a teacher after witnessing an exchange between the teacher and the parent where the teacher made a comment. The parent said, "You know what? I'm going to take my child home today." I'll be home tomorrow because I don't appreciate the comment that you made. I thought you were out of line. And having the conversation afterwards with the the teacher, I started by asking, okay, you made this comment. I witnessed, you know, it. I heard you make a comment, but why did you say that? And she looked at me and said, I don't know. Now, I don't know if that I don't know was truly I don't know why I said it. I don't know what caused me to say it. Or simply, I do know, but I sure as hell ain't telling you. I know, but I'm not going to explain it to you. I don't know which one of those it was. So this is a professional setting. My response to that was, okay, I think there needs to be some training that we need to give you so you will better understand what's appropriate to say. And when you do have things that need to be communicated to the parent, there is a way, a time, and a place, and a how that you actually say it. And this is to 
maintain that relationship that teachers must have with parents. In our personal relationships, I do believe the same to be true. I have witnessed over the years with my husband that he will make a comment and I'll have a, you know, that moment where somebody says something and you're like, oh, it, 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 it really gets your attention because you're like, what did that mean? It's more kind of like, for me, it's a, it's a sound, like literally. Hmm? And now he has come to understand what it means. It means you've stopped me dead in my tracks. And what the hell was that? Like, what does that mean? He's had to pay attention because I've brought it to his attention. I wanted him to understand why what he said was met with silence. Because believe me, silence is really powerful. When you drop something on somebody and it's either unexpected, shocks them either because it's true or because they perceive it to not be true, or it hit a chord, the response may be, absolute, total, and complete silence, if only for a few seconds after your words are delivered. Yeah, it may be a drop the mic moment for you, but it may be a drop the bomb moment for them. Like, wow, could be deep revelation or deep insight to pain. Don't know, but it stops them dead in their tracks. I have learned to process that and step away because in the moments where that has happened, if I responded in that moment, the conversation was going to go way south, not just a little south, like south, 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 way south. So I've learned and I practice, let me, let me stop. Let me process. And look, I'm saying this, but trust me, it took a while to get there. This is not an overnight thing. It took me a while to do the process. I mean, like months and years of work to do the process to say, okay, let me, let me, let me take this with me. I'm going to process it and I'm going to come back. And then in coming back, I say, okay, want to talk about this thing. You said X, I felt Z. What did it mean? What, where did that come from? Like, what did you mean by that? It surprised me then and surprises me now because occasionally he does do it where he goes, Oh, I don't remember saying that. You what? Excuse, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but you, you what? You don't, re, what? You don't remember saying that? No, I don't remember saying that. Now I have to go back and recreate the scene. These are the details. This is where you were sitting. This is what was happening. Blah, 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 blah. To jog the memory. To bring back the moment. And then he goes, oh, okay, yeah. Well, you know, I didn't mean it that way. Well, what did you mean? Now I'm realizing that you just have words coming out of your mouth, but it's not really going through the brain part. So it kind of does a bypass, like here are the words, here teeth, tongue, mouth, it's out, but you haven't processed it. Kind of the upstairs part, the brain piece didn't process it. So you don't even understand why you said what you said. Very disturbing to me. Whole other conversation and topic episode, but stick a pin. That's very disturbing. So anyway, I've come to realize just like I did in that conversation with the teacher, and in the conversations that I've had, some conversations with my husband on this topic, is that not everything that comes out of a person's mouth do they necessarily process. Not everything that comes out of a person's mouth have they necessarily processed. This has baffled me for quite some time. Human, human behavior, first of all, I find totally intriguing. So my, my 
one of my favorite pastimes is simply people watching because I learn so much from watching people, whether they are interacting with other people or simply just enjoying that moment themselves. I, I learn so much from watching them. So it's always a, a wonderful delight, but equally fascinating is the impact of our words and the power that those words have. If you are someone who has experienced pain based on words that have been spoken to you when you were much younger, please know that you can replace those words with your own truth of who you are. What that person may have told you may have been their interpretation. It doesn't make it necessarily a fact. And, and two, it could be that if at that time you exhibited that behavior, that doesn't necessarily mean that's who you are now. You always have opportunities to be able to change and to evolve, to become good, great, greater than, to be your bestest. Yes, I use that word. It's my word. It ain't in the dictionary. Don't send me an email about it. It is what it is. The bestest person that you can be. The most awesomest, greatest person that you can be. I use words that I make up. They're my words, okay? I'm perfectly aware they're not in the dictionary. My BA is in English. But at the same time, don't be afraid to redefine yourself, to exhibit those qualities that you want to be seen. Do not let other people's words define who you are. Make your own words that define who you are. Express yourself, express words so that people understand that. And don't accept from other people words of pain or words that cause you to be angry. Don't do that. Don't expend that emotion. Get a clarification before you respond. This is really, really important because words are the ways in which we communicate with each other. They're the ways in which we build relationships, whether it's professional relationships, personal relationships, passing relationships. You can say something to a stranger. Oh, you look really great today. Oh, that was wonderful. That was something really nice that you did. And you moved on. You have no idea how much that simple recognition lifted them or how much it may have stayed with them to take them through some dark passages and moments in their lives. You don't know. You don't know. In the same way you don't know when that slice and dice is dripping blood over someone else who didn't cut them. You cut them and they're now bleeding over someone else and you don't even know. Nor do they realize that the person they're bleeding on isn't the person who cut them. The power of words is great. The power of words can move. The power of words can heal. Do not underestimate the words that you use and the power that they have. So in due time, always has a challenge. Challenge of the week. Pay attention to how people respond to your words. Are they excited? Did they greet it with silence? Did their eyes change? Was there a twinkle? Did they withdraw? Did their head tilt? Did they cross their arms? Did they kind of step back as if they received a blow? Did they lean in because they wanted to hear more? Did it move them? Did it make them happy? Did they kind of turn away from you? Did they look puzzled? Did they knit their brows? What was the response to the words that were said? And what was your intention in saying those words? The challenge of the week. Pay attention to the words Pay attention, more importantly, to the responses that you receive from the words that you speak. And this is a double challenge. New month, October, new month. 
Challenge also is this. How many times do you say that you're sorry, truly sorry, for what it is that you have said? I always want to hear how your challenges are going, and I'm always wanting to hear any feedback or comments that you can want to share with me regarding the podcast. So please do send me an email at podcast at gmail.com. Again, the email is podcast at gmail.com. Life is wonderful. We learn each and every day in all kinds of ways. So I know that we will get together again. And I'm sure when you think about this podcast and what we just talked about in terms of words and the power of the words, that you will realize there are words that come, words that go, but all things, all things are revealed to us in due time. Until we speak again, and we will take care.